a weekend spent doing personal development, fight week for us with Taylor Robinson and the Australian Bantamweight title fight, so I thought I'd kind of wax lyrical a bit about what's happening in my life this week that might be helpful to you. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. Hey team, Glenn Azar here, welcome back to the Monday morning motivation edition of the Building Better Humans Project podcast. The motivation today, I guess, comes from lived experiences of myself and the people that I surround myself with, and I've had a fairly big weekend of that. So all weekend, I've spent doing personal development. I've spent six hours, or the better part of six hours in here. We had Dan Cooper come in, who's a previous guest on the show, and he came in and just spoke about his fearless seminar. So teaching people to understand their relationship to fear, stress, anxiety, and then how they can live with less of that fear just by going through some very basic things. And so that was really interesting. Now, I didn't stay for the whole six hours because in the middle I snuck away to watch the women Queensland Reds play against the women New South Wales Waratahs, which a good friend of mine got chosen into that team. So I went to watch that and then came back and caught the back end of it. But it was six hours given up on my Saturday. It was a room full of people in here which really impressed me because it's people willing to learn something, looking at who they can learn from and knowing they have to give up a bit of time to do that. And often people say, oh, is there another weekend? There's never going to be a right time for some people, whereas other people move things around to make things happen. The very next day, I went out with a friend to a strength and conditioning seminar. Now, I haven't, I haven't been to strength and conditioning or health fitness professional type events from a coaching perspective in years probably in 10 years and the reason being I don't really coach people I mean I coach Taylor as a boxer which is my technical expertise and skills as a coach and it's my mindset stuff that I can help with her there but it's as far as the actual going out and going to strength and conditioning I hadn't done that now this started at 2:30 uh, p.m. on a Sunday and went through to 8 p.m. and again there was a room full of people like 35 to 40 strength and conditioning coaches, physiotherapists, etc., in that room and four presenters, of which, funnily enough, Dan Cooper was one of those presenters as well. And again, talking around um, anxiety, fear, and in that particular instance, um, athletes, when they freeze, you know, when they, when they get overwhelmed, when their uh, performance anxiety, I guess, would be, would be the word. So what I took out of that was that I'm sitting inside with this room of young professionals who are thirsty, hungry for knowledge, and they're giving up a massive chunk of their weekend late into a Sunday night in order to get what they need to get. Again, there's no excuses. This is people out there willing to give up their time in order to learn. So it was a really good experience for me. I took a lot out of it just from being in a room surrounded by people willing to learn, wanting to learn, hungry to learn. And I think often we can get ourselves in situations when we look around our environment and we may never experience that. And so there's a couple of points that I take away. Is one, who you surround yourself with matters. It's always mattered. I bang on about it on this show. Anyone worth their salt in any form of personal development should also be banging on about it, and I'm sure they are. So that's number one, who you surround yourself with matters. And you don't even need to know everyone. I didn't know many people in either of those rooms, but that didn't matter. It was about having that willingness to turn up and learn. Number two... Actually, I'll give you three things. Number two is surround yourself with people who push you to learn. So I only went to that strength and conditioning seminar. I was only aware of it because a good friend of mine messaged me and said, you want to come to this thing? And 
she's a strength and conditioning coach. Um, she's a high performance athlete herself, and she's a, an expert in that field. And she reached out and you know to see if myself or any of the boys wanted to go to this seminar. Now I decided to go, and I enjoyed it. So again, surround yourself with people that are pushing you to be better, even if they don't realise that they're doing it. It's not like on a formal structured constantly on your case type thing it was just hey I'm going to this thing do you want to come and the third thing I thought about was when was the last time that you learnt something new or relearnt something from the past now what I mean by that is I hadn't been in a room like this for a while there was practical elements to this um, as well as sitting in and doing theoretical stuff and I was aware of a lot of the concepts being spoken about because I've spent years in these fields but I was certainly dusty on my knowledge so it would be easy to kind of think, yeah, this stuff's familiar, but I'm out of my depth here. And I was definitely out of my depth. I mean, these were some of the top strength and conditioning coaches in Australia. So these were, you know, rugby union, rugby league excellence um, programs, as in actually working with NRL teams, with uh, the ARU. There was winter Olympic athletes um, or sporting coaches and so on. And that interests me because I'm sure there are thousands of strength and conditioning coaches and it's interesting that when you give up a Sunday afternoon, the best people, the highest calibre people are the ones that give up that time. And so that tells you they're the highest calibre people for a reason because they're willing to go outside their comfort zone, they're willing to do stuff, they're willing to give up time, they see the value in it. But to have myself in a room and be learning stuff or relearning stuff, so I thought... Technically, it's not new to me, but it may as well have been new in some instances. So when was the last time you were willing to go out and relearn something or re-experience something or immerse yourself into something that you once knew? Because knowledge isn't forever. Like You lose knowledge over time if you don't apply it or if you're not constantly upgrading and learning. And anything that involves the human body, of course, whether it be when I was nursing, whether it be psychology as, as I'm studying now, or whether it be exercise physiology and the way the body moves, these things are constantly changing. There are constantly new studies coming out that are done over decades that have really good data, and you need to stay at the cutting edge. What you learnt 20 years ago isn't relevant today or isn't cutting edge today or may not get the results today because there are new things that we learn as, the, as a human race all the time, so you've got to keep upgrading your skills. So those are some things I took out of a whole weekend of personal development, pretty much you know, 11, 12 hours uh, over Saturday and Sunday of personal development, of being surrounded by high-end individuals who had a thirst or a hunger for knowledge, who were willing to give up time, they understood the value of that, and I think there's benefit in that for all of us. So the challenge for you this week is to go out and find people that you can surround yourself with, find experiences that you can have at least once a week, at least once a week. You should get outside your comfort zone. You should do something that maybe you don't really want to do because you'd rather be sitting on the couch watching you know, reruns of Friends on Netflix or whatever the case may be and actually give up a bit of your time, your most important resource, to learn something new or to relearn something old, to be surrounded by new people, to be surrounded by inspired people and to allow your friends to push you and maybe you push them to go on that journey of personal development. So that's what I learned over the weekend and I wanted to share with you guys. It's my willingness to keep learning that stuff that highlights why I think you should come on programs like the high-performance getaways that I run, like the personal challenge that we have coming up on the 20th of July, 36-hour event, and another one on the on the 20th of August. So either one of those, they'll both be in the show notes. Just jump on to Eventbrite, look up Building Better Humans Project, and you'll find myself, and you'll find all the events that I have, including 
uh, men's programs, uh, sorry, boys' programs, 11 to 17-year-old, girls' programs, 11 to 17-year-old, and personal development for you as adults. Now, just finishing off for today's episode, this is fight week for us. So a couple of months ago, and I haven't talked about this a lot, but it is in my social media a lot, I agreed to take on training five-time Australian amateur champion, Commonwealth Games bronze medalist, and now undefeated professional fighter, Taylor Robinson. Easily one of the most uh, accomplished and talented and hungry young athletes that I've ever had the pleasure of dealing with. And I've been around the fight sport a long time, but working with this young woman has been really, really powerful. And for those in Queensland, there was a, a big story in the Courier Mail on Saturday about her, and you can you can track that down online if you just type in Taylor Robinson, T-A-Y-L-A-H, Robinson. But this week is her first professional title, and her first fight with me, with us working together, we're going into a title fight. So there's a lot of pressure in that. We like pressure. That works for us. We've got to see that everything that we did worked, and we've got to go in with the mindset of winning. That's who Tay is. But at the end of that, for me as a coach, I also have to have in the back of my mind, what do we do if we lose? Because things don't always go the way we want, and I'm very confident they will. But I still have to have that, what's plan B for us if something doesn't go well? Then I have to be able to, or willing to, be willing to analyse every single thing that I did in her training, every movement, every time we spoke, every mindset piece, when we sparred, when we had rest breaks, when we, everything. I need to look at all of that at the other end of this fight, no matter what the result is really, but particularly if, if it doesn't go the way we want, and go, what would I have done differently? And then now with the knowledge I have, you know, post-fight, what will I have done differently? And I'll do that anyway as I get her ready for the fight that will happen after this. But look, if you're interested, uh, jump online and follow her on Instagram, follow her on Facebook, etc. because I've got no doubt that this young woman has the skills, the ability, the will, the desire, the willingness to do the work to become a world champion. I have absolutely no doubt about that. If nothing changes, if she doesn't get sort of railroaded or get off track at all, then I think, well, I don't even think, I'm very, very confident that she wins a world title. And I feel as a coach, as a mentor, as someone that does what I do around the mindset space, I feel privileged that I have the opportunity to work with someone like Tay and with all of the athletes and even business people, et cetera, that I work with. I feel privileged to do that. I never view myself as being above anyone that I work with. I never view myself as they should feel fortunate to come and work with me because that is not the case. The truth is that I'm the one that's fortunate to get to work with people that see the value in investing in themselves, in doing the work, in being willing to push beyond what most people think is capable. That's that's what I want to be surrounded by. That's the environment I've tried purposely to create around myself. And then that creates the the environment, the energy, the power that when one person in my circle wins, my whole circle wins. We all feel the energy. I've gone from you know, sparring with Tay, with one of the top female fighters in Australia, world ranked, no one else will fight. And then I go straight on to uh, jersey presentations for, for my good friend Asako getting picked into the Queensland Reds. And I'm thinking, and we catch up with Taniela Tupo while we're there, you know, who plays for the Reds and the Wallabies in the men's team. And I just think we are constantly surrounded by this, this high-energy vibe of people that are out there willing to push themselves and achieve. And I could only wish that you would ever find that in your life because it is so powerful. I'm much happier now, healthier now, mentally, physically and emotionally than I've ever been. And it largely comes down to who I've managed to surround myself with. When one of us wins, we all win. And it's really powerful. So 
that's it. It's a big Monday morning motivation. I hope that helps you to go out and create some change in your life and really focus on who you're surrounding yourself with. Have a great week, team. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Let's go.